to what I dream of for inspiration, elevation, I can ride at your door. Aloha Maikako, aloha, welcome to Dating with Mana, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. Ooh, and it's me, Kako, your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha. Whew, episode two of our new season, number four, and we're looking at what men need. Now, if you haven't listened yet, go listen, go listen, go, because episode one talked about what men don't want. <laughs> and what I did was I typed into Google what men need and what popped up was top 10 traits that men want in a wife. I was like, oh, all right, then this landed me on the Forbes website. And uh, what they stated was that sociologist Christine Whelan at the University of Pittsburgh and Christy F. Boxer at the University of Iowa have finally answered the off-debated question. What attracts a man to his future wife? They analyzed the results of a survey taken in 2008, asking men to rank attractive qualities of a potential spouse. They then compared those results to women answers. And they had a lot to say, but a lot has changed in, the, in just a few decades. So today we wanted to share with you those top 10 things. And of course, we always want to give you our 10 cents. Take it a spin on the Dating with Mono train. So, sis, we're going to jump right in. Okay, so sis, here's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to read the, the top 10 list of what men look for in a wife backwards because this is how they posted it. So I guess it's kind of a buildup, but we're going to talk about all the, the things that these guys did on this survey back in 2008. So number 10, ambition and industriousness. This is number 10. So Hmm. What they say is despite the pervasive stereotype that men are intimidated by ambitious women, men actually rank this ahead of things like refinement, being a good cook, having similar religious backgrounds. I thought, wow, that was interesting because a lot of times religion takes like jumps right up to the top of the list. And if you're not same scene, they have a hard time. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had any kind of experience where you were dating someone who who like appreciate super appreciated your ambition and your industriousness because i don't know if you know but you're super duper industrious apparently yes i think that's a lot of the times it's the drive and i think that's a huge attraction i know that's a huge attraction for men um in my world here on the other side of that they say that they want a woman who's ambitious ambitious and industrious uh but they really can't handle a woman who is in those positions <laughs> so right. that's that's my experience with that yeah so crazy okay well number nine number nine was the desire for home and children so a woman's desire for home and children has become less attractive to men over time and in 1939 it was ranked as number six <laughs> oh gosh I know I'm like okay that's a way ways back away but what was your experience have you dated anyone who already had children and and what was the experience like for you I mean I got married young so I didn't date anybody like I he didn't have children so that was really nice um 
And then we built a family together. Uh, whereas after my divorce, uh, every man that I had met after that had children. For sure, the men that I came into did desire home and children. And, and that's actually a huge desire of mine as well. So there was a lot of match in that. That was actually, and, and that's the interesting is part was, although my experiences, they desired home and children, one, none of them could provide an actual home. <laughs> and two, they got issues with their exes and, you know, children. I think yeah. they desired something that they obviously could not provide. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They were probably looking at um, the relationship, perhaps, of their grandparents' generation, where it was just like, you know, men do the work when he needs to stay home. And yeah, I want that. But that's not really what they want. Because they don't know what they want. Which is ironic. <laughs> Number one is ambition and industriousness. Right. Match. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Well, actually, that's number 10. This one is I number mean, 10, nine. Yeah. yeah. Ah, <laughs> that's right. It's backwards. Yeah. We're going backwards. So, okay. Number eight is good looks. Women's looks have become increasingly important to men over the years. The trait has jumped up seven spots from 15 in 1950 to now number eight. <laughs> Perhaps because modern marriages are more likely based on love and attraction rather than practicalities like wealth or status. Physical attractiveness is more desirable. Did you notice when you were dating, let's say within these last 10 years or so, um, or just within your last few relationships of actually dating somebody, did you notice that they were more into the way you looked or did they like the fact that you were wealthy and you had status? Because you have both of those as well. Yeah, I think the the looks was a thing because it was at the beginning, like, right? And, and like showing me off to friends. Like, you feel like that. Like that. I want to introduce you to my family. And, da, 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 and like, which is cool. And I like that. It makes you feel good because it feels like, oh, wow. Like, they're into you. They must be serious if they're in, introducing you to family and friends. But then you recognize it could be this, the trophy or the showing off. Um, and then as it kind of moved forward, there was a, I recognize like there's a strength that women, I'll just talk about my experience, but like that strength that we have, that they not only appreciate and love, but they actually want and so, yeah, a lot of the times, I think I've even had this conversation with like some exes. It was just like, I think you like the idea of me and, you know, you're more into that than you are into me, me. You're into this idea and status of me and nothing more, you know, and it was really hard. It's a junk feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I was in such a long relationship that, you know, I don't think I even qualify to answer some of these questions because the relationships that I had after I, um, weren't weren't very long. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really and I guess that's why I'm really interested in how you um, see a lot of these qualities that they're saying that they these are traits for their a wife. OK, number seven is good health. And look for good health in a potential wife, but it is slightly less important to them today than it was in the past. Uh, they ranked a woman's health at number five back in the 70s, and they're smart to rank it fairly high on their marriage material list. But 
Both sexes are living well into their 70s and often older, making good health a predictor of a long-lasting marriage. Yeah. So what do you think about that, sis? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, that's the great goal. too, right? Like, you don't want to also, yeah, you think about it as a woman today and who is getting older. Like, once you're sick and you're not in good health, nobody's going to want you, you know? So, like, staying in good health is important. <laughs> absolutely even yeah. if it means you and you you with yourself and your friends and y'all doing all kinds of things together yeah. <laughs> yeah okay number six is sociability sociability now both women and men rank sociability at number six on their lists and for both sexes it has been steadily moving up the list from around number 12 in the in the late 30s early 40s because today's married couples are more likely to be friends and have mutual circles of friends it makes sense that this has become a more attractive characteristic would you say all of this really this sociability has a lot to do with how we've moved forward in, with technology and all of this social media mail like in really in like in relation to wanting to be this wanting to ha have this uh, ability to be sociable because back in the 80s and 90s where it was like um beeper you know everybody had pagers and you still had to use a payphone and make the phone call or you know you actually had uh oral conversations versus texting and and all of this immediate gratitude do you think do you think it's better like, to be more sociable or be able to be have this sociability well i'm wondering i guess maybe i have to understand the question better because what i'm what what i got from it was like that a man would want a a, a woman or a wife who had the who was who had either the same social circle of people or you're able to socialize with people in other words like trying to connect your friendships with their friendships and like those people so that you can bring them all together cohesively into the relationship versus like not like for me there was a lot there was times where like I didn't know really when the men were and this is maybe that was just me or my personality or maybe that's the kind of men I attract but like a lot of the men leave their friends and they're with me all the time so I <laughs> never get to like meet their friends and hang out with their friends and like meet their friends and their wives and and it so it's just always weird and whereas I'm always inviting them to like places where my friends are and like what we do and my friends and their other half so that's how I took it as far as sociability but I don't know how that would be I couldn't answer the question based right. off like any other type of social that's disconnected from um, a wife. Your experiences too. Yeah, I think when I was reading it, what I read was like they start off as friends. And so as a result, they got the same circle of friends. Yeah. When I think about it, you know, if you have, the, okay, like in your instance, when you talk about how they ended up coming with you and doing everything with you and going with your friends, it's almost like, um, they didn't want to show mm -hmm. the the beauty that you have inside because unlike your friends in your circle who are confident and can stand alone, 
regardless of being with their partner or not, maybe they weren't the same way. Because all you know, you have a lot of friends who are very um um social. They're very social as well, you know. And the ones that do have partners, they still come out and hang out with all of us. Um, but I think I had one like I the last person I dated. I didn't I didn't even know if he had friends. <laughs> right. exactly. So yeah, that was a little scary because I'm like, I'm like this social butterfly. I didn't realize how big my net my network uh was until he mentioned it. Then I actually sat and thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, I got a lot of friends. Okay, cool. You know, thankful for a lot of my friends. But yeah, there to me what I read is that they're just saying more than more than likely now. Uh, versus back in the 30s and 40s uh it's it's a little more easier to be sociable too so okay number five pleasing disposition men place a potential wife's pleasing disposition at number five and have included it in their top five traits since 1930 on the other hand women in recent years are less likely to prioritize a man's pleasing disposition so what do you think about a pleasing disposition of a partner? Hmm. Is mean, that something that you would rank number five? I'm, out not of 10? Sure, I'm not sure where I would rank that until I hear all of it. But definitely, I definitely think like as a man who wants a woman who had pleasing disposition, I get it. As a woman, like... I don't know. I guess more gentlemanly qualities or something. Yeah. I mean, we have to define what is pleasing, you know, like, yes, you know, like, is it a subservient uh, (laughs) position? Is it a, you know, a sexual one? Um, is it one where, where, uh, she's a yes ma'am, you know? So I think we have to really define that. And I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure, you know, you know, when they say that as a man, who would want that in, in a woman? Maybe just an easy, simple person. That right. Along with, you know, that's nice too. Right. Okay. And I'll just go ahead and give you four, three, and two. And then we'll end with number one. But number four is education and intelligence. Okay. Number three, emotional stability and maturity. Both men and women consistently cite emotional stability and maturity as one of the most attractive traits in a potential spouse. Okay, number two, dependable character. Throughout the 20th century, a woman's dependable character has been a top priority for men who ranked it at number one as far back as 1939. Gee, these guys like going far back. Like women, men want a life partner who will be trustworthy, faithful, and reliable. They want a wife who will stand by their side and considering divorce rates, it's no surprise that dependability would continue to be attractive. Now, the last one we got is mutual attraction and love. Above all, men want to marry a woman they love and are attracted to. While this may seem like a given, the love marriage is a modern development. Men started ranking this trait at number one just a couple of decades ago in the 80s. Earlier in the 20th century, dependability, emotional maturity, and a pleasing disposition ranked higher than love. Now, both men and women are marrying for love first and foremost, and marriages have become unions of passion, friendship, 
support and mutual attraction. Now, what say you, sis? Do you think that mutual attraction and love should be number one? Or do you think dependable character or emotional stability and maturity should be higher than that? I, listening to the last four pieces that you shared with us, I would rank those in the same order. Oh, awesome. Yeah, as, as and, and they would be high, just like them. So it would be definitely one, two, three, and four. In fact, actually looking at it now that you read all of them, because you did it backwards, right? I so did, you did, I did. 10, 10 to one. Now that I'm seeing it at its wholeness, um, and this is what men would want in a wife. Now I understand. And I'm like, actually, I probably want this exact same list from a man in that same order from one to 10. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it's a good place to be. And if you're able to, you know, look at these things and find someone that has all of these traits, you'd be pretty lucky. Pretty, pretty lucky. So again, and I'm going to go from top to bottom now, Kako, so y'all can get it. Mahalanui Forbes for providing us this article today to talk about. Uh, these are the top 10 traits that men look for in a wife. Number one, mutual attraction and love. Number two, dependable character. Number three, emotional stability and maturity. Number four, education and intelligence. Number five, a pleasing disposition. Number six, sociability. Number seven, good health. Number eight, good looks. <laughs> number nine, desire for home and children. And number 10, ambition and industriousness. Because we all know that industriousness can get you far, far, far forward. <laughs> oh, sis, thank you for sharing with us today. This is amazeballs. Mahalo for your manao. Yeah, mahalo yaoi. Mahalo to I learned a lot about these traits that men want in a wife as they are very similar to my own um, desires in what I would want in a husband or a very long relationship. You heard how I said that, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, signing off from the island of Hawaii, appreciating uh, the mana'o of men because it helps me understand them and it helps me be a better person as well. So I take these things into consideration. It is me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And I hope, Paco, that y'all are taking it into consideration too because now we have an idea of what men need based on our Forbes article talking about 10 traits men want in a wife. Have a great day, Kako. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. It's your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wangahui Ho.